0: You can be the CEO of your own health, Dr. Tammy Moralia. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her Brilliant Health Radio,
1: where holistic women's health expert and board certified OBGYN Dr. Kieran Dunstan shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful,
0: blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution. So glad that you chose to join me. I think you're going to love my guest today. Like I said in the teaser, she says, you can be the CEO of your own health. Did you know that? You can be. And Dr. Tammy really tries to help people do that. She is a stem cell genius and uses stem cells in ways that are really pushing the envelope to help people heal and avoid surgery and live a much higher quality of life than they would have otherwise. But what I love about how she does it is that she also gives all her stem cell patients all the support that they need to be good soil for those stem cells, because stem cells are like seeds you're planting. So your body has to be good soil for it. So she She gives all her stem cell patients a comprehensive program that includes decreasing inflammation, balancing hormones, making sure nutrition is properly tuned up, and that the microbiome in the gut is healthy. So she makes sure that her patients have good soil before she plants the seeds. She gets great outcomes. She's one of our professors at the American Academy of Anti Aging Medicine, where I did my fellowship in functional medicine. And she's just brilliant, but she's also extremely personable and she is very down to earth. She gets it and she explains things in a way that everybody can understand. And that's why I wanted her to come on the podcast and talk with you because my goal is for you to become the CEO of your health. If you're abdicating the power for controlling your health to clinicians and your doctor, you're making a big mistake because. We doctors only know what we know, and if you're going to a doctor that's practicing standard of care medicine like I practiced for many years, you're going to get standard of care, and that is prescriptions. It's drugs and surgery, drugs and surgery, and it's not treating the root cause. It is symptom management only. So when Dr. Tammy is saying that you can be the CEO of your own health, she's talking about taking matters into your own hand educating yourself getting the knowledge tools and support you know that's what i always say that you need knowledge tools and support to understand how to heal the root causes of disease using natural treatments right natural treatments that's what we're all about drugs are great if you need them and they're always available but there's so much that you can do with vitamins, minerals, herbs, botanicals, homeopathics, and treatments like acupuncture and ozone and coffee enemas and just all the things that I'm talking about and doing videos on on my Herbillion Health secret youtube channel so check it out and i'd love to hear what you'd like to see a video about i'll do one i actually did i've had a couple people make suggestions on youtube and i've done videos for them and i posted them so you can be a ceo of your own health the other thing she says that i love is fine is a four-letter word fine is a four-letter word if everybody asks you someone asks you hey how you doing today and you go fine That's a four-letter word. You should not be doing fine. You should be like, I am awesome. I feel terrific. My life is on fire. I feel great. If you're not, something's wrong. And usually it's because your health isn't supporting you in feeling that way. So listen up. So there's so many things that can be done with stem cells. We are going to talk about A to Z. What are stem cells? Where do you get them? Can you get them? There's a lot of controversy about it. And how do you use them? What do you need to do before you use them to make sure you have good soil? And just Dr. Tammy's going to shine her brilliant wisdom on us. So I'll tell you a little bit more about her and then we'll get started. Dr. Tammy is a double board certified medical doctor. She's the author of the nationally best-selling book, The Hormone Secret, and the CEO of US Stemology and Seattle Stem Cell Center, the only stem cell clinic in the nation that provides complementary hormone, nutrition, microbiome, and inflammation program to every stem cell patient. Seattle Stem Cell Center is also the home of the most comprehensive stem cell treatment, the inside and out full body stem cell makeover. She's a keynote speaker for the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine conferences in the United States, Canada, Asia, and Dubai. She's appeared on Good Morning America, Fox National News, NBC, ABC, and has hosted multiple radio shows. Welcome, Dr. Tammy. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's a real privilege and honor. So I'm very excited to talk about stem cells. We haven't talked about stem cells on the podcast, and it's such a vital topic. It's such an exciting topic. I don't know that there are that many new medical discoveries that come along that often and this is one of them. And so I'd love to know because your book, The Hormone Secret is a best-selling book. You really were one of the forerunners in helping people understand why hormones are so important for health and vitality and anti-aging. So how did you get from that into stem cells? What was that
1: journey like? Actually, I got into stem cell therapy and stem cell medicine as a daughter, not as a doctor. So my father had COPD, chronic obstructive lung pulmonary disease, a lung condition. And he had smoked for many years, quit for 15 years, and then he had this diagnosis. And when he got oxygen, as you know, as a medical doctor, that's the last chapter. Right. That's the ending of and let's just see how much quality we can get out of this. So I dove into the research for anything, anything that could help my dad. And I kept bumping into stem cells as a possible treatment for COPD. Lots of other things, too, but I was focused on helping my dad. And I studied every type of stem cell therapy, every type of stem cell available in every country. And I ended up choosing for my dad stem cells from his own body. Because you know he was in his 70s and there's arguments that say, well, those stem cells are old and they're not going to work as well. But I also didn't want to have my dad be part of the quote-unquote experiment of whether or not stem cells from say umbilical cord which has somebody else's DNA in it would or wouldn't have any effect now so far there hasn't been but i'm very very cautious so his first treatment resulted in him going from needing five liters of oxygen when he was walking and needing two liters when he was sitting to nothing when he was sitting and three liters when he went back to exercising And he would even be able to walk to the kitchen to get a cup of coffee or the bathroom without oxygen. So the unique thing that I decided to do, and it was based on my work as a functional medicine doctor, even though I'm an MD, you know, I went back to school and studied and became certified in naturopathic integrative medicine, was I wonder if after my father's stem cell treatment since it takes you know about three months for this to kick in because you know the stem cells are causing new tissue to be growing and that's going to take about three months we don't want it to be faster fast growing cells are called cancer so we don't want that we want it to take the time i thought that's kind of like gardening right that's the seeds and at the same time i had two garden plots I had one in my backyard that I'd had for a couple of years and I was having so much fun and enjoying it. I thought, oh, I have room, I'm gonna get a second one. The second one had all this scrumptious new dirt, new topsoil, et cetera. I'm a neophyte gardener. I didn't understand that you're supposed to remove the topsoil and put it back in and do all of this every year. I just kept planting, planting, planting for two or three years. Anyways, same seeds, same starters from one end to the other horizontally. So that some in the old and some in the new planter, and the difference was outstanding. The new dirt had so much better crops using the same seeds and same planters. So my brain went, huh, if stem cells are like seeds and our body must be like the soil, I wonder if we can up-level the soil with optimizing hormones, optimizing nutrition, looking at stress, looking at the microbiome. And so that was what created the birth of my holistic stem cell therapy program where every patient gets evaluated for all of these things, whether they like it or not, and it's free. Right?
0: Yeah, I love that about your program is that everybody who gets stem cells gets a whole health optimization as part of that because, it's so true that the stem cells have to go into good soil, so you've got to improve that. And so talk about at your practice, I know you're doing clinical trials, one about, I'm so excited that you just told me about that I wanna share with everyone with Dr. Dispenza. What kind of stem cells are you using and in what applications and what? how are stem cells proven to help, what are they being researched for? What's the background with that? I think that it's a
1: complicated background for people to, to find out about because Google has banned the word, the phrase stem cell and Facebook as well. So it's really hard to for the average person to find out what's going on. There's a lot aggressive anti-stem cell therapy at the clinical level from the FDA. Now the FDA wants to say, and has charged many, many clinics across the nation that your cells from your body are a drug. And as such, only they have jurisdiction over them. Now the stem cell therapy clinics and clinical trials are saying, no, 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 no. This is nature, you can't patent it, it's not a drug. The FDA comes back and says, yeah, but you use an enzyme to melt the fat to get at the stem cells. That's more than minimal manipulation that makes it a drug. So this is back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So it's hard for uh, stem cell therapy other than in really big university settings to really make a whole lot of progress because all of us stem cell therapy clinics are really cautious, really wanting to make sure that we don't do anything, or at least I am anything wrong we can't make any claims but I'm a participant in IRB in clinical trials which means that every year it has to be renewed and every adverse event has to be reported so we're in our seventh year we've treated over ten thousand patients and so it's really reassuring I think to patients when you're with a clinic that's doing things the right way as much as possible so there's IRB clinical trials there are some new FDA approved trials, but there's all kinds of different stem cells. And there's ones from your own fat. There's ones from your own bone marrow. There's ones from the lining of the umbilical cord called Wharton's jelly. There's ones from the placenta. And all of those are actually adult mesenchymal stem cells that have the ability to, you know, make a lot of different tissues and organs in the body so you can put it in a petri dish and you would get bone or heart or nerve tissue then there's embryonic stem cells which is what lots of people are worried about right is this Mm -hmm. coming from baby parts and aborted fetuses right that's not the case that's not legal in the united states and there is an absolutely well documented increased risk of tumor formation and cancer with embryonic stem cells and so that makes sense. The embryo cells are designed to make a whole human being in less than nine months or or in nine or 10 months. And so that's what cancer is, fast-growing cells. So what we offer at our clinic is all of them adult mesenchymal stem cells. And we try to match what the best therapy is to our patients' conditions and what their expectations are, what their philosophy is. Some people really don't want to have Cord stem cells from another source. They want to use their own stem cells. Some people want to combine them all because they want to throw everything but the kitchen sink at it as long as it's seen to be safe. So we really just spend a lot of time talking about what's best for you.
0: And so I know it's used a lot for joint problems. Have have you really seen success with people to rebuild knees and shoulders and hips and things like that using the adult mesenchymal stem cells? We have, and you know, it's really important to note
1: that stem cell therapy is like every other part of medicine. It doesn't work 100% of time for 100% of people. We don't know why, but neither does an aspirin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are part of the research to find out why and what makes it work well for one person and not the other. And that's where I think the soil matters. Mm. So joints were one of the very first conditions that were treated. And statistically speaking, if you look up all the IRB studies that are going on, if you looking up, uh, for example, in knee, you'll see that the average success rate for a stem cell therapy for a level three graded arthritis, which is still some cartilage there, but but you're being told you should have a knee replacement surgery is 85% success. Mm-hmm. The good news is, is so far, there haven't been any negative side effects. So you can have the same success rate actually for a joint replacement, but It also could get worse. You could need a revision. You could get an infection. You could get all kinds of misalignment and pain that is from the surgery. With regard to stem cell therapy, it looks like it's either helping or it doesn't work. Nobody so far has become worse. Now, your pocketbook is worse (laughs) because currently it's not paid for by insurance. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we'll get there, but it will demand more research and clinical effectiveness and safety to be proven to force the insurance companies to provide this as a as a service for its members.
0: What about using the stem cells intravenously? Is that common practice right now? Yes, all of our patients
1: receive IV. So if you come and you are going to do a joint, you'll also receive IV. And the reason behind my philosophy in that is that your pain cascade is not just from the knee the initial signal is oh my goodness there's a problem down here but then the cytokines swirl through your entire bloodstream so we need to calm down that inflammatory fire first and we do that with the iv and then we're also going to put it into the joint which is great because your knee for example doesn't have a lot of blood supply so you do want to put it into the joint
0: and if you give it intravenously though the stem cells don't get caught in the lungs i've seen some data that says well it all gets caught in the lungs on the first pass and it doesn't get through the arteries to go distribute get distributed so how does that work
1: it does go to the lungs first and that's just plumbing right that's just our anatomy it is what it is so everybody gets a lung treatment And then let's just follow the anatomy. Where does it go? You know, your brain is the most greedy organ for oxygenated blood in your entire body. And so everybody gets a little brain treatment and everybody gets a little heart treatment. Now, is the IV treatment going to get, you know, a huge number of the army to go to poorly circulated areas like the knee or you know, a foot in a diabetic or things like that, probably not. And that's why we also combine it with local injections. We're one of the few clinics that have a fluoroscopy unit, a C-arm, which is a real-time x-ray and it takes special training and special certification. I don't even have that training. I have a doctor who that's her specialty and she's fully state certified to to run the C-arm. But that way we know exactly where we're putting it and and precision in treatment is so important, not just this random, Okay, let's just hope it goes where it goes. There is something called a homing device. We've seen it in the animal model with angelfish and other things. Stem cells do follow a path of where's the problem. Where's the inflammation? And we actually know that without really realizing we know that. When we cut our right index finger, it's a miracle that we don't grow new skin on our nose. How does your body know to create new skin on your right index finger? Well, it does it by stem cell stimulation through an inflammatory messaging system. And it's just perfect. It's amazing. So we utilize that homing device that exists, but we also give it a little help.
0: We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, it's Dr. Kieran, and I have an invitation for you. I know you love the podcast because you're all about Her Brilliant Health Revolution. But did you know that I also have a YouTube channel where you'll learn Her Brilliant Health secrets, things you won't find in your doctor's office. There, I'll share videos with you each week talking about a different tool that you can use to heal, lose weight, increase your energy, and move your health in the right direction towards the brilliant health that you deserve. Find me at youtube.com forward slash Kieran Dunstan MD. That's K-Y-R-I-N. D-U-N-S-T-O-N-M-D. I'll see you there. Welcome back. Okay, and then have people been using, I've heard about the use of some lasers in some areas to try and, or light to treat the cells, to tell them where to go based on certain frequencies. Can you help me understand that?
1: No, frequency is really important, I think, but I don't think we're there yet. I don't, know. there's no real object there there's the objective possibility but i haven't seen anything that shows that a it doesn't damage the stem cells how do you know you're not killing them you know the the frequency of blue light in our LED lights actually has been shown in a study out of the UK to damage the DNA of our mitochondria. So how do you know you're not damaging your stem cells with that? So I'm very cautious. I wait until I see that there's an abundance of information showing that it helps We do know that your stem cells do know where to go, though. (laughs) So (laughs) why would I use a laser if it might even damage it? And certainly hasn't shown yet to help it. Right. That makes sense. Put it there with a C-arm.
0: Yes, that's even better. Put it where you want it. Yeah. And the frequency question makes me think of what you were talking about, the study that you're doing on the effect of meditation on stem cells with Dr. Joe Dispenza. I have to hear about that because I'm a fan of his. So tell me about that study. Well, you know, I wanted to I really want to
1: empower my patients to realize that they are the CEO of their own health and that their thoughts and their feelings actually are an, an internal pharmacist, right? For example, you could be driving down the road and you hear sirens and see lights behind you. That is a thought that, oh my gosh, I'm going to get pulled over by the police and I'm going to get a ticket, So what happens is your body actually has a physical response. Your eyes dilate, your respiratory rate increases, your heart rate increases, and you might get sweaty palms, all because of a thought. Now, how did that happen? Well, that thought was a pharmacist, and that pharmacist dispensed stress hormones for you to have that body reaction. If that's possible, Dr. Joe dispenses ponders, and so was I pondering, could we harness that for the opposite? Could we harness that internal pharmacist to release oxytocin, to increase our immunoglobulins, to heal, to increase the number of stem cells? And so I went to one of Dr. Joe Dispenza's events very, very academically. I thought, oh, I'll just learn a few little techniques of how to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. It was one of his week-long events. I was blown away. And I am not that person. I'm so cynical, so skeptical. But I was blown away, but blown away not in just an emotional, spiritual, personal way, but by the science. He's measuring EEGs of the brainwaves. He's measuring blood tests. He's measuring immunoglobulins. He's measuring heart rate coherence. So it's all objective data showing how it was before and how it was after. So uh, we're in the discussion phase of creating a clinical trial, and I chose his specific uh, way to do meditation because of his habit of doing objective data.
0: Yeah, he's pretty rigorous in how he does his trials so that he can have good data. And that's one of the things that I love about him. Some people accuse him of being woo-woo, but he really is pretty scientific. Yeah, I think there
1: is a woo-woo component to it. But when you back it up with data, then, mm-hmm. you know, science is the the new language of mysticism.
0: Science is the new language of mysticism. That's so beautifully said. I love it. Well, and it's True. Statement, not mine. Oh, it's okay. yeah. <laughs> that's beautifully <laughs> said. And what are some other things that people can do? Maybe they can't go have stem cell treatments with you, but they're wondering how can I increase my own stem cells? Because I know there are a lot of treatments out there that are purported to increase native stem cells in a user, but what would be some that you would say are scientifically valid? Absolutely. There's a lot.
1: I have a documentary calling this, called The Stem Cell Secret coming out in November. Our soft launch is in July, and it's all about this. How can you activate your own stem cells? And if you are going to get a stem cell therapy treatment, how can you improve your soil? And so it's eight episodes about all of this, hormones and microbiome and you know, stress and fasting and all of this, but I'll share a bit right now. There's a lot of research that we post on our website, US Stemology, and it's all the published clinical trials about what I'm speaking about. So if people want to see that it's backed up, it's called usstemology.com. But some of the things that I learned when I was helping my dad was that there's a lot of this that's evidence-based. Some of the most profound are with regard to food and fasting. A period of fasting absolutely increases the number of stem cells that you have. But here's the cool part. Everybody thinks about fasting as something that's going to make them feel weak and woozy. And, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's I have to do it when I have nothing to do and I have to plan for it. You know, actually, the word fast means strong, what steadfast, right? So it's actually strengthening your body. What happens when you're fasting? is that your body is going to need energy sources. So it's going to go around and there are these cells called senescent cells. Now you know what senescent cells these cells are taking up place in the population but they're not useful. They're not functional and in fact they might be defective and misbehaving. But they're there. Fasting actually selectively identifies them and take them out. Now, they should have been taken out by apoptosis, that automatic programmed cellular death, but these cells aren't being taken out. So two things that happen when you fast, one is those senescent cells are removed. So yay, you don't have dysfunctional cells taking up the population. But now your body goes, oh, there's a vacancy, we need to fill it. So it stimulates stem cells, to make a new, fresh cell.
0: So beautiful how our body works, isn't it? (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah, and fasting's not for everyone. You know, it's not for people who are really sick. It's not for people who are super thin. It's It's not for everyone. But even just taking your food and condensing it so that you have a period of fasting, so your body has that time to go and send out cells to go take out the senescent cells, you know, finish eating dinner, and then don't eat again. Right. <laughs> That's a novel concept for a lot of us. Yeah, we're used to thinking, you know, my children say, Mommy, I'm hungry. And I said, mm, No, you're just not full. That's different. There's a difference between feeling hungry, and not full. And I think that most people can't figure that one out. And they also can't figure out what the differences between hunger and craving.
0: That's a great point. The difference between not full and hungry and craving, <laughs> all three, and then also the how we conflate emotional hunger often with physical hunger and how learning to differentiate and discern what truly is needed is so vital when it comes to feeding our physical bodies, feeding our emotional bodies, So I love that you bring up that point. Well, eating isn't a problem. Overeating isn't a problem.
1: It's the solution. It makes you feel good. So it's really hard to give up a solution because it works. So you have to create a different solution so you can swap instead of remove because removing, that's why weight loss is so hard because you're giving up something that works. It makes you feel good. The food companies have made
0: sure you feel good. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That
1: floppa-loppa hits all your dopamine receptors.
0: (laughs) Yes, they have done a good job of manipulating our neurotransmitters to be in a zone where we want their food again And so that this is a very good point. And so I love that you're talking about fasting when it comes to stem cells and more to come in your series that you're doing. Very excited for that. You said it's called The Stem Cell Secret. The Stem Cell Secret.
1: Dr. Joe Dispenza is in it. Jim Quick, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Ocean Robbins. We have over 51 world experts talking about stem cells, but also everything that can affect the stem cells that you already have, or if you're going to get a stem cell treatment.
0: Okay, so everybody needs to definitely stay tuned to watch that. It sounds like it's going to be wonderful. And
1: you can be sure to get on our list if you go to usstemology.com and you know just give us your name and email, and then it'll be free to view for a day every episode.
0: Yeah, and right now you have a great opt-in there for people wanting to thrive through COVID so they can go there and sign up for that free download and then be on the list to be notified when the Stem Cell Secret comes out for sure. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the use of stem cells for beauty treatments. There's a (laughs) lot. Yeah. Uh,
1: One of the episodes we have is a hair replacement surgeon who no longer does surgery most of the time. He just does exosome and stem cell therapy treatment injections for hair regrowth. It's phenomenal. But it also works. We can take your fat and micronize it and the stem cells to the size of a filler so you can create a natural filler instead of Restylane and Perlane and all of that. You can actually be using your own stem cells in fat. Now, many, many years ago, there was a lot of fat transfers for facial uh, cosmetic treatments and they didn't last. And that's because fat is a living tissue and it needs a blood supply and and all of that. And that's what the stem cells have done. That's what the stem cells are allowing this to continue to flourish and rejuvenate. Also, you can do a a topical treatment with microneedling and push it into the, the skin to rejuvenate your collagen and elastin to have that glow that we've lost. And you can do that with PRP, but you can also do that with stem cells, your own, or with exosomes and cord cells.
0: I am loving I did not know that you could use your own as an injectable, as a filler. That's fascinating. It is, and it lasts years
1: and years.
0: Well, that's, that's great information. So there's so much to talk about with stem cells, Dr. Tammy. I am definitely going to put a link to your website where they can get the freebie. Um, they can go to the U.S. Stemology. We'll have the link there. And then make sure you sign up for her list so that you can get notified when the stem cell secret comes out. Excited for your research trial with Dr. Dispenza on the effect of meditation in stem cells. I have to ask you, you look amazing. What is your number one health practice that you really couldn't live without? Well, I have two. One of them is sleep.
1: Okay. And I think that uh, we are delusional if we are getting less than seven hours of sleep a night, and there's only about 3% of the population that, that do well on less than seven hours of sleep per night. And a lot of my patients say, Oh, you know, I can get by with, or I'm okay with. And my comment is, is if you had a million dollar horse, would you give it what it could get by with? Or would you give it everything for the possible best for this horse, and why would you treat yourself less
0: than a horse? That's a great point. Yeah. You, I call it vitamin S. Gotta yes. have vitamin S. <laughs> yes, exactly. And
1: yeah. the second thing is the regenerative treatment. I do do the microneedling treatment about twice a year with the stem cells. And, you know, I don't want to look like I've had work done, you know, I want to ensure that I'm doing things holistically and naturally, and I'm not causing possible harm on the inside of my body with the things to make the outside of my body look good. And I don't want to look haggard and, and old and, you know, all of that. Mm -hmm. I want people to look at me and not really worry if I look my age, just look like I'm healthy and vibrant. And so using this regenerative stem cell therapies for microneedling and topically and all of the different options, that's, I would never go back.
0: That's great. And, you know, I sometimes think about if I had known about functional medicine back at the beginning and done all the preventative things over the years, I probably wouldn't have aged to the degree that I have. And I wouldn't have to do the things that I have to do to reverse that. I look at some people like Dr. Eric Braverman, who (laughs) he's been on this bandwagon for decades and he looks at least 20 to 30 years younger than he is.
1: Agreed. And you know, that's the thing that I hear. You're so right on with that. I hear so much patients say, well, you know, I'll just wait, you know, I don't think I'm ready for that treatment yet. I don't think I need it. And I wish that everybody would have the same philosophy as you is that when you start this in your 20s or 30s on a maintenance, it's so much easier to prevent and maintain than fix a problem later on. Because when you're trying to fix a problem later on, oftentimes the holistic natural ways are not quite enough depending on the the level of improvement that you're wanting to do. So I also feel like it's mother nature, just do a little bit on a regular basis. So nobody, everyone notices, but nobody can tell.
0: Yes, I love that. That's so true. And the name of the podcast is Her Brilliant Health Revolution. You certainly exemplify Her Brilliant Health. And what does that mean to you?
1: Two things. I think that it means that women need to be the CEO of their own health. You know, we're not accustomed to firing doctors if they're not serving us. You're the CEO, you're in charge. If someone's not listening to you, giving you your all your options and alternatives, then you are able to and should fire them and go find somebody else. And the brilliant part is that Fine is a four letter word. Do not accept your slow decline because you have kids, because you work 80 hours a week, because you're taking care of your parents, because, because, because. Women have a tendency to have lots of excuses and reasons why we're looking, feeling, and functioning less than our best selves. Seize the moment, baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliance is your birthright. There are people like you that offer wonderful information on how to get there all the time.
0: Yes, brilliance is your birthright. That is so beautifully said. And thank you so much for joining me on this episode today, Dr. Tammy. We look forward to the stem cell secret, very excited about it. And more to come from you about what stem cells can be used for. Thank you so much for
1: having me. and I'm just so grateful that you keep helping so many people by getting this information out about this and all the other great modalities that are out there. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, Post it on your social media and tag me. I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic. It's science.